The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Jason Tatum goes off and the Hawks lose a battle royale against Boston. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go! Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We're back at it uh, a second night in a row, man. Back to back. <laughs> um yeah, so we got some basketball to talk about. Atlanta Hawks come up short against the Boston Celtics. 135, I'm sorry, 134 to 125. We're going to talk about all the ins and outs. We're going to talk about the Greco-Roman slam that happened tonight. <laughs> if you watched the game, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. But a lot to really get to tonight. So I really want to jump into this and uh, talk about what we saw uh, transpired tonight at the game at Phillips Arena. Oh, not Phillips. I'm sorry. State Farm Arena. <laughs> show my age and show you how, how long I've been doing this thing. But uh, first things first, make sure you connect with us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at HawksBeat. That is one word. And subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you are listening on. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Uh, wherever you're listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And uh, let us know uh, what you think about the show. So we would greatly appreciate if you do that. Thank you very much. All right. 
Let's get to this game. So let, let, me, let me start from the beginning. I will say this. Man, it was a lot of Boston folks in that building tonight. My God, yo. It looked like the Boston Garden 2.0. It was just a lot of green. But that happens when you have these teams like Boston, uh, like the Lakers. Uh, even now, I guess since, since the Warriors have been winning championships, uh, you're getting a lot of Warriors fans come in. But Warriors aren't traditionally a national team where their team travels a lot you know it's just because they're kind of the flavor of the month kind of like the bulls were back in the day but nevertheless a lot of celtics fans in the building but it was a nice crowd tonight i thought the hawks fans represented uh there were <laughs> there were times where celtics fans would start to get their little chant off of, you know let's go celtics and uh, I believe twice they were trying to get some jason tatum mvp chants going on but uh, Hawks fans would quickly try to outdrown them <laughs> with booze, and it was just it was just a lot of energy in the building tonight. I wish the Hawks would have came away with a victory, but was not the case. We all know that the Hawks played last night, and they were coming off of a back to back, and the Celtics were. Uh, I think I don't think they played since Wednesday, so they had they were the rested team, and so this game was going to be a tough road to hoe. Anyway, not to mention the Boston is the two seed. Boston is a really good team. Like they're a really good team. And tonight we saw exactly why they are a really good team. Now, um, they won tonight, 134 to 125. I think at the end of the day, um, Boston is just on another level. And I mean no disrespect when I say that. Boston is just the better team. Last night, when the Hawks beat the Wizards, I said the Hawks are just the better team. And sometimes the better team wins. Now, granted, sometimes they don't. And you were kind of help, you were kind of hoping that you can kind of catch them slipping. Maybe you catch them because they're not really um, you know, they hadn't played, and maybe you can kind of catch them being a little rusty. Not the case. This is a very well coached team. Talking about Boston, they're very well coached. Uh, they play a defensive brand of basketball that is in your face, and they get you to do things that you necessarily won't. I mean, that's, they get you to play a type of offense that is not really conducive to winning. <laughs> and what I mean by that, I thought early on the Hawks were really trying to trade threes with the, with, with the uh, Celtics. It wasn't going to work. It was not going to work. And I was like, look. First quarter, they were playing at a dizzying pace. I think at one point, they were on pace for both teams to score like 50 points in the quarter. Like, I don't have like the metrics and all the, the exact numbers. But man, this game got off to a, a uh, <laughs> man, it was a torrid start. Like, they was like going up and down. I was like, oh, wow. But um, you don't want to get into a three-point shooting match with this team because they shoot the three ball really well. To the tune of, uh, I forget what their exact percentage is, but I know that they are sixth in the league because I looked this up um, in the first quarter. I'm like, okay, now if, they just, if we just shoot threes back and forth, who is most likely to win? Now, Boston is ranked sixth in the league in three-point percentage, and Atlanta is work is. Uh, they are ranked 19th. 
So I uh, definitely didn't want to do that. But I thought they kind of settled in once the quarter uh, got going a little bit. At the end of the first quarter, 37 to 38. Thought the Hawks were in good position. I'm like, okay, we got a ball game here. They didn't appear to be tired. Sometimes the legs, uh, when you're on a back-to-back, you get um, tired legs. But I thought they competed. But like I said a few days ago, now is not the time to be resting on any moral victories. You got to win ball games. You got to win ball games, man. And I'm like, look, this was going to be a tough one. This one was always going to be a tough one. I know a lot of folks was very unhappy with the referees, and I was very unhappy with the referees. And that play um, that we'll talk about in a minute where Trey got thrown to the floor and they gave him a tech, like that was definitely a BS call. It was a BS call. Um, Just some bad calls throughout the game. However, I do not think that that is the reason you lost the game. I think that the bad calls don't help. However, I can name you probably three things that are kind of more important to why the Hawks lost that game. And, um, well, number one, quite simply, if we're playing a game and you make 20 threes and I make 10 threes, chances are at the end of the game, you are going to probably score more points than me. All right. So let me say that again. If I make 23 pointers and you make 10 Chances are I am going to beat you. That's what happened tonight. The Boston Celtics made 23-pointers, and the Atlanta Hawks made 10. Uh, they shot the three-point uh, ball at a pretty pretty good clip. I think it was – I think there were 20 – let me let me pull up the box score. I'm sorry. I normally have it already set up, but you can't give up 23s, man. You can't give up 23s quite, quite simply. Um, um Coach Quinn talked a little bit about that in his uh, post-game presser about how uh, this team is not uh, really excelling in transition defense. You know, saying that they're overhelping and that leads to open threes. And that's the one thing Boston really wants to do. There it is. 20 of 42 from three. That is a 47% point. That is a 47% clip. Hawks shot 10 of 34 from three, which is 29.4. So if all things are equal, if we're equal in rebounding, if we're equal in shooting percentage, and that is the difference in the game, if you make 10 more threes than me, guess what? You're going to win. I don't think the refs had anything to do with giving up them 20, them, them 23 pointers to the Boston Celtics. I just don't think that happened. Boston did a good job of taking care of the ball. They only had eight turnovers all game. The Hawks only had 10. I think for the Hawks, that's good. But listen, you know what's better than 10 turnovers? Eight turnovers. So it's little nuances like that that really matters when the game is on the line. And in the game of inches, um, those are the kind of numbers that matter. Now, granted, the referees were terrible. They were really bad. Um, Yeah, they were bad. They were bad. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the 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 Greco-Roman style <laughs> play. So let's talk about it a little bit. In the fourth quarter. So it looks like Trey is going to the hoop. Leg comes out and hits Marcus Smart in the midsection. Smart takes exception to that. 
He walks upon him, puts his hands on number 11, puts his hands on the man. And then, listen, I don't know whether you think Trey pushed him to the ground or Marcus pushed him to the ground. I'm, I, I believe that they got locked up. And they're kind of, I believe NBA players are clumsy. And I think they both fell to the ground. I don't think they, they came to the ground scrapping or anything intentionally like that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's what happened. So afterwards, they get, you know, it's a whole brouhaha, you know, trade points at him. And then when it's all said and done, they're like, technical foul for Trey Young. Marcus Smart is ejected. And I'm like, what? in the world is going on why do they have to give trey young a foul so uh shout out to lauren williams spoke with the referees after the game said that the referees told her that trey young received a technical because he pointed bruh like are you like they have to get that call rescinded i don't know like what they got to do they got to get that call rescinded that is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So you are telling, and I wish I would have gone in there with, I don't even know if I have access to that, but I wish I would have been in that room and I would have asked that referee. So is the expectation for a grown man to have another grown man walk upon him, put his hands on him and walk away and say, thank you very much for putting your hands on me, I'm just going to walk back to the bench. That was the only thing Trey Young did was point at the man. And you guys going to give him a tech? Bruh. Like, that is some BS. I ain't going to lie to you. That's exactly what that is. However, I do not think that is the reason why they lost the game. Because even after that play, the Hawks still had opportunities to cut it down, to get stops, and to make plays. And they just didn't do it. They just didn't do it. Jason Tatum hit some huge shots down the stretch. Um, Hawks got a, a key step toward the end, but they were unable to get a bucket. John Collins gets blocked by Al Horford, which was clean. Um yeah, so they just didn't do enough. Again, if I give if I make 23s and you make 10, chances are I'm going to win the ball game. But I and and you may not like this as a Hawks fan. I think Boston is just on another tier. And that's no disrespect to the Hawks. I think Milwaukee and Boston are on one tier and everybody else in the East is in another tier. You can maybe put Philadelphia kind of knocking on that door. But that's kind of how I see it. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The the call was terrible. It was it was god awful. But I really liked what Coach uh Coach Snyder had to say after the game. Let me see if I can play that sound for you. And uh let me see if I can play it. Hopefully it'll sound all right on this. Uh let me try to play that sound for you. Here this is what Coach Snyder had to say about the Marcus Smart Trey Young situation. You control what you can control. I wish there would have been a charge call when Trey Young took a charge. You know, and that sometimes has a tendency to, you know, people get, um, well, the, the, that situation, I haven't seen the film. You know, I thought at one point that I had heard, you know, the game of telephone down the line that there were going to be free throws. I, I don't know um, what the determination was. Um, other than there was two tees given and Marcus got ejected and you know this is a competitive game guys mix it up and I thought our security guys did a good job keeping everything in line and he finished the game there's a lot of other things that we got to worry about to be honest with you I like what and let me tell you why I sat why I like what he said and this is and y'all know me like I'm not all no like oh man I love everything this guy's doing like I'm not on that stilo I'm not I'm not that I'm not that but I like this because he puts it in perspective. He understands, look, that wasn't really like the play of the game. Although that's what folks want to talk about. That's what they want to hear about. That's not really the way of the game. Like he understands there are bigger things than that play. Bigger things than that play that resulted in the final outcome. He talked about the help defense. They're overhelping. They're not transitioning the right way. They're doing this. They're doing that. And he was like, this is, you know, there, there's bigger, there's bigger things to talk about. And I appreciate that from coach, man, for what it's worth. I just appreciated him saying that, putting things in perspective, keeping the guys, you know, hey, this is what we got to work on. This is what we got to work on. But as far as the game is concerned, um, I thought the main quarter was that second quarter when the Celtics really just started to pull away. Um, that second unit with. DeJounte Murray, A.J. Griffin, they were kind of struggling. They were kind of struggling, and the Celtics were just giving them everything they want. Both teams kind of had a, a split squad out there because um, at that moment, the Hawks had D.J. out there. They had Clint out there, and I think A.J. and uh, Jalen Johnson was out there and maybe another guy from off the bench, and Celtics had kind of a mixed bag themselves. They had Tatum out there and Mal Malcolm Brogdon. Let me say this. Malcolm Brogdon is your six men, six man of the year. He has had a good year for Boston and he had a good game tonight. Like the luxury, the luxury of having a guy like Marcus Malcolm Brogdon come off your bench is like kind of wild to me. Like it's kind of wild. Like he's such a good ball player and he will be starting for every team in this league wherever he goes. But like. He's coming off the bench. He had 18 points tonight. He was a plus 10. He was just really good for Boston. But when I look at this game, I see that second quarter when they had that stretch and 
it was just it just wasn't good for the Hawks. It wasn't good for the Hawks. They ended up winning the quarter 34 to 23, and that was kind of like the main difference in the game. All of the other quarters were like a difference between one and three points. First quarter, Hawks won by one. Third quarter, uh, Celtics won by two. And the last quarter, the Hawks won by three. The major difference was that second quarter where Boston won by 11. And it's crazy because, like, we were talking about AJ, you know. Um, I've been talking about him getting some burn, getting some minutes. And um, it was good to see him out there. But listen, the boy was obviously rusty. It was obviously rusty. Um, couldn't really get his shot going. Couldn't really get his feet underneath him. DeJounte Murray's kind of been struggling these past couple of games as well. He can't seem to find his He's getting good shots, but they're just not going in. They're just not going in. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I didn't think AJ was really good tonight. Um, he was aggressive, but I don't know if he's pressing. I, it, it's just a lot going on with the rook right now, and that is kind of the danger you have when you don't give the rookie consistent minutes. And when they come in, I don't know if they start pressing. I don't know what it is, but um, he had that burn in the first half. I don't even think he came back in that second half. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we had an Aaron Holiday sighting. Aaron Holiday got in for a minute and nine seconds. And Twitter almost lost their minds. <laughs> they almost lost their minds when Aaron Holiday checked into the game. Uh, that's all he played was just a minute and nine seconds. You know, I think uh, Quinn was experimenting with different lineups. Um, they asked him about... Um, finishing the game with John Collins as a starter. I mean, John Collins as the five man. I think the guy that the team they finished with was, I think, Trey and DeJounte with Hunter, um, Bay, and Collins up and up front. I think they just did that. He was just like, just matchups. It was really just a matchup thing. You know, the Celtics play a type of offense where they spread you out. You know, they put Al Horford in that corner. They switch everything, and they're a very tough team to guard. Um, So you had to have a guy out there like a a Collins who can jump out there and kind of have a a, who who can jump out to the wing if they need to, you know. So um, I didn't didn't really have a problem with him ending with Collins. Collins kind of took some – some bashing on some of Hawks Twitter, you know, some of the uh, <laughs> folks can be mean, bro. Like they can be mean. Some of y'all was going in on John Collins, man. I don't think that was, I don't think that was, it, it, it was necessary. I just don't think it was necessary. Collins finished the night with 11 points and nine rebounds, had a blocked shot. I didn't think Collins was too bad. He didn't shoot the ball great. It was five or 13, but Boston does this to you. Like Boston is a tough they're a really good team. They're a really good team, and they make you do things that you don't necessarily want to do. But for what it's worth, and let me just say this before I get into some fan feedback. I thought Trey played a really good game. 35 points and 13 assists. But it's not so much the 35 and 13. If you watch that game, Jason Tatum was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. The shots that this boy hits, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He was good. He was really good. 34 points, 15 rebounds. And I've said during this whole year, during the whole season, I said it's been a problem for the Hawks when the other team comes in here and their star 
shines brighter than your star. Now, granted, I did think Tatum outshined Trey Young tonight. I did. I just did. I just do. And I said that that's happened a little bit too much for my convenience. However, Trey was going tit for tat with him. Trey was going tit for tat with him. So I, I, I thought Jason Tatum had the better game. I thought he was the better player out of the two, but not by much. And that's a good sign if you're a Hawks fan. To an extent, <laughs> because I don't believe in moral victories. I don't believe in, oh, well, they played hard. No, that no, don't give me that. They played hard. I don't want to hear that mess. I do not want to hear that mess. And if you're a fan, you shouldn't want to hear that either. So, um, yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts on it. So Boston gets back in the win column, trying to keep up with the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, let's take a look at the standings. Let's take a look at the standings. So here we are. Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, still the top three. Milwaukee gain, gains a game on, uh, I'm not sorry, not Milwaukee. Boston gains a game on Milwaukee because Milwaukee lost tonight. Um, so we got Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers, still that top three, I believe. That's kind of like your first tier in the East. Second tier, I believe, is everybody else. Cavs, Nets, Knicks, Heat, Hawks, Raptors, and Bulls. That is your four through ten, I believe, on any given week, any given series. Uh, anybody can win. That's just kind of how I see it. Um, Cavs lost tonight. Knicks have lost three in a row. Um, Hawks lost. Heat lost. Raptors lost. So the, the loss doesn't necessarily hurt the Hawks that bad. However... If you would have won, it would have helped you. So, I mean, it, I guess it's all in the eyes of the beholder, right? It's all in the eyes of the beholder. Hawks are back at 34 and 34. Next game is on Monday. Ant-Man and the Minnesota Timberwolves are coming into town. Now, the Timberwolves, a little bit about Timberwolves. They've lost two, two in a row. They are four and six in their last 10 and uh, let me see. I think they have some guys injured. I'm not exactly sure. Let me kind of look in. Let me look at their last box score because I think Cat is out. I think um, I don't know if Gobert has been playing. But last game they played, they lost to the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, let me see if they got their their full squad there. Let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, Gobert is yeah. So I think the only guy out is Cat. So um, Gobert is still playing. Um, Anthony Edwards has just been playing at a high level. He scored 32 his last game, but uh, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Going to welcome in our old buddy, Torian Prince. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to play a video for Brother Prince tonight. So uh, when he when he comes back on Monday night, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, so big game against Minnesota on Monday night and then have a few days off, and then they take on the Golden State Warriors on Friday night. I believe those are the three games for this week. So, look, man, you got two more games. You got to get both of them. You got to get both of them, man. And, and like, because there's no room. There's no room for, oh, man, we dropped this one. We can get, no, like, this is coming down to the end. Got to get these next two at home. So, 
Let me read a little bit of fan feedback tonight. Let's see what you guys have to say again. If you are on the Twitters, <laughs> make sure that you uh, follow Hawks Beat and uh, get at us, man. Send us a message, tweet with us. Let us know what you think about the game and what you think about the podcast, man. We, we love the feedback. We love the feedback. So um, let me see. My guy Fletcher says, as pissed as I am about this as a fan, this is a great head coach answer. This is exactly what he needs to say here. Okay, yeah, so he was responding to uh, a retweet of the Quinn Snyder um, when he addressed Marcus Smart and Trey Young. Uh, just kind of real. And again, I've already mentioned it before. I think it was a good answer by him. I think it was a good answer just saying, hey, this is what uh, needs to be done. This is more important. So, yeah. Um, Ant, uh, Insane Kane on Twitter says, tough to win. We let drive Celtics. I guess they meant we let the Celtics drive to the basket way too much. And that big second quarter run by the Celtics basically sealed it for us. So, um, yeah, man, I, I don't think it sealed it for him. But, like, when you look back at it, that was kind of like the difference in the game. So there were still plays to be made in that second half. There were still plays to be made in that fourth quarter. Um, you just didn't You just didn't make them. Just didn't make them. Uh, Andrew on Twitter says the refs punished Trey for getting tackled. <laughs> I agree. This BS call. We've already established that. Now, um, est, uh, EST 1997 on Twitter says, hard to beat Boston and the refs. Okay. <laughs> My guy Fletcher again checks in. Says, you know, teams usually say it wasn't the referees because we lost the game ourselves, but I don't know about this one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just never going to go there. Like, I'm never going to blame the refs unless it's like egregiously last second call. And they make a horrendous call. Like, they made bad calls tonight. But the Hawks still had chances and opportunities to make plays to win that game. That's why I'm not putting it all on the rest. And furthermore, you make 23s and I make 10. You know, the numbers kind of add up. You know, the refs didn't give Boston all those threes. And so, you got to give Boston a little bit of credit. And Jason was a shot maker. Jason Tatum was a shot maker. So, that's what it is. So, um, unfortunately, Hawks fall back, <laughs> back, back to 500. I feel like we've done this before. I feel like we've done this before. Back to 500. You're up, you're down, but hopefully they can get back up. But ladies and gentlemen, the night is late. Thank you for listening to the Hawks Beat podcast. I appreciate all the listens, all the support, all of the interactions on social media. Um, shout out to my, uh, production associate brother ej my son great job on the podcast tonight son and uh like we always say man god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him show him some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-b-e love we out peace Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.